Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome in, everybody, to the first Winner's Lounge in about two months. I am your host for the day because, unfortunately, Mitch is still out of town. Uh, Yaya Yasolina, and I am joined by Mr. Dwayne Brown, the famous NVR head of graphics guy, even though he says he's not. I'm not. D-Line is because he's got the skills. He's not I'm here. You can be the head of graphics I'm just today. here to work with Eric <laughs> because he's the best. How you doing today, man? How you feeling? I'm doing good, man. Like this is this is my first winner's lounge and ironically didn't even get to the match tonight. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're making DMVR Rapids history tonight. <laughs> for that's definitely for sure. We have a winner's lounge going on and my co-host got to watch very little of the game unfortunately. But if you I, were I at the game on the radio Exactly, and if you weren't at the game and you weren't able to watch it from home, that's probably because you don't have Ibaka, right? But if I was at home, how could I watch it, Yair? That's where Ibaka comes in. You need Ibaka. It's right up here in the corner. Ibaka's great. You could watch every Colorado sports team. You can. Ha- you have Altitude. You have Root, uh, Root Network that carries the Rockies. And you can watch the Rapids. You can watch the Nuggets, the Stanley Cup winning Avalanche. And when the Broncos are in season, you can have all the main channels like CBS and Fox. So you can also watch the Broncos in there. It's a great system. I have it. And I'm able to uh, record games. So I'm rewatching this game tomorrow or tonight. And I'm going to have a blast because this game was great. Uh, how do you sign up for Ivaca? Go to ivaca.tv slash DNVR. Use the promo code DNVR and you will get $10 off your first three months. That's only $15 per month the first three months plus receiver. No contracts and no hidden fees. It's amazing how good Ivaca is and the quality you have. All you need is the internet and the receiver they give you, and it's dope. I, I really do love Ivaca a, a lot. I use, it, I use it all the time. My wife loves it because she can watch all the Spanish channels on there too. So she can watch <laughs> telenovelas and all that fun stuff too. So it's a great product. I can't recommend it enough. So, oh, we got $5 from Sam. I know. Thank you Sam for the five bucks, it. Sam. It is a winner's lounge. The Rapids get out of uh, the dick with a much-needed victory over the LA Galaxy. That They make it eight unbeaten against the Galaxy. They are now 6-0-2 against them, their last eight matches, which feels really good. That's the longest winning streak of the original late against each other. So, That's or longest cool. unbeaten streak for the original late. Um, let's start off the game. Let's start off the Rapids came in hot, Rapids were pressuring, they were controlling the ball, and Diego Rubio comes in and scores a beautiful goal, a beauty of a goal from right outside the box. Down low to the left, the goalie had no chance from a great assist from Lewis. And this is this is the one goal I got to experience because uh, I was in the parking lot for the match, 
and uh, <laughs> my daughter, she's seven, she's with me, and, and we get super pumped about the Rapids. And I thought that I had a ticket for my daughter, and uh, I just kind of, uh, I, I didn't check in and make sure that was uh, buttoned up. And so I was breaking the news to my daughter that we were just going to go, uh, have to go home and, or do something else. And uh, we hear the fireworks go off, the crowd going crazy. And I was just like, oh, man, we must have scored. And uh, sure enough, you know, I click on the radio over to Altitude and uh, got to hear Connor Cape, you know, dropping uh, the Rubio goal. And so we were cheering from the car, which was which was pretty cool also. Yeah, for sure. It was a really it was I thought it was a really nice goal just for the how the play like kind of went on. I love how Lewis had a, I, my biggest thing with Lewis has been his decision making in the final third was it hasn't been that great. I think this game he really improved that and it showed with two assists. And we'll get to that second goal, but first, Sardis came in and it's still in the first half. Sardis, uh, Rapids get a corner and he scores a header right past the goalie. He couldn't even see it, goes to VAR and it gets called back because. Keegan was offside, which is a really <laughs> rare thing, but he was offside in the goalie's view. So it was interfering with the goalie. That's how they explained it. And that's why the score stayed 1-0 instead of starting coming out of this game with the brace. Game continues. Rapids keep dominating the midfield. Um, a little by little, Galaxy were getting a few chances here and there. Defense and Yarby were great. Yarby bailed him out a couple of times. But so did the defense, especially Danny Wilson. Danny Wilson was playing out of his freaking mind today. He was another goalie. Because I wasn't the watching. Rapids. It's because like, I wasn't watching. <laughs> I know if you would have watched this game, you would have been extremely <laughs> impressed by him. He was really, really good. Um, game uh, again. Game continues. The Rapids keep it at uh, one note throughout the game. Second half comes in. Uh, Galaxy starts pressing a little bit. They make three changes. Priestlow comes out, and here comes Colin Warner, your favorite player of all time. I know you love some Colin Warner, doing. I'm actually okay with Warner. I mean, no, no dude, that wasn't sarcastic at all. Like that wasn't oh, like sarcastic I'm, I'm like, at all. I like to support him because I know everyone's like, oh no, not Warner, but uh, he's an Aurora you know, kid too. I uh, I, I like I like to uh, support him. Give him give him the love he deserves. When everyone yeah. else is cringing, and I will get even it. Even B Ray yeah. said even even Warner was good in the comments. So uh, yeah, and we'll <laughs> get a little bit to the whole that. Warner and Prisco thing. How I saw it, um, played continued, and here comes Jonathan Lewis again. About the seventieth minute, I want to say I don't remember the exact time. Uh, LA Galaxy make a mistake. Lewis capitalizes, runs into the box. Gives a nice little back heel to Sardis, wide open against the goalie, and puts it in. And that's nice. a 2-0 victory for the Rapids. And we're here in a winner's lounge with some artificial air horns because we don't got the machine right now. So, burr, 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 burr. your air horns are really good, by the way. <laughs> they're, they're better than mine. <laughs> but if what well, you've heard of me talking about this game, what do you think I'm going to harp on on this game? What do you think I'm going to, like, focus on the most? Oh, gosh, that's a good question. Um, I would have said Danny Wilson, but you just did that. 
So I don't know. I'm going back to the midfield. I know that's where midfield or wings. That's usually where you live. So that's exactly where I was thinking. Yeah. (laughs) Prislo made his debut today. Dude is a stud. I know he's going to be. I know it. Dude is I know it. Utter stud. I thought. I'm telling you, that trade was awesome, and I am so excited for it. He is exactly what the Rapids need in that midfield. I think he played the six today uh, with um, Acosta playing that eight role, but he was perfect. I thought it's exactly what they needed. He was defensive-minded enough where the defense felt comfortable with him there, but he was also giving some great passes. He was keeping that midfield honest, and I thought he was going to be such a seamless fit, especially with Price coming back in a couple of weeks. I really want to see how those two work together. I think it's going to be a really fun combination between those. And he's I been, also he's been here for four days. So literally, yeah, he came in right came before in the yeah right be four, he four days like, right before that Orlando game, right? Yep. So like, Prizel is just a stud, man. I'm. I contemplated, like, should I go buy his jersey right now? I also <laughs> love that he went with the number 97. So yes. he went with, like, a super high number, and they asked him why right before pregame, and he said it's because that was his number before uh, before he had number eight. And, of course, number eight is taken up by Max right now. So mm-hmm. he can't do that. But Prislo is such a beast. It, I didn't realize how good he was until at halftime. They put in Colin Warner. And nothing against Colin Warner, but you could see the level of play go down in the midfield. Be- oh my gosh! <laughs> He's a big Colin Warner fan. My but you could see the level of play immediately change. They immediately change after Colin Warner comes in for Preslo, and that's when you start noticing, hey, this kid is going to be special. Because he was a, a better seamless fit than Warner was, and Warner's been with the squad for the last few years, the last few seasons at least. So I thought he played great, and I like thought Acosta played great, and all credit goes to man of the match Rubio as well, because Rubio was excellent. Rubio did everything you should be asking of a ten. He was creating chances. His long ball was spectacular. He was assisting and he was shooting, which is per- like that's what that role Rubio is starting to excel. What we've in. always needed, yeah, exactly. And if he's starting to really excel, it's not just a oh, let's see how Rubio does. No, he start he should like uh the Holly, the Holly boy. He should have been an all star. He's yep. He, he should have been in that squad because he's been so good for the Rapids, and this game just proved it. He completely dis- dismantled the galaxy, I think. So, and he's, and he's still three goals off, just three goals off top. Dude, he is so. so good. Rubio played out of his mind. I thought Barrios played great. And this one's for Mitch, man. All the love to uh, Lewis as well. Lewis <laughs> played completely out of his mind. Yeah, and is, I was excited. I was excited about this lineup. You know, I was I was chatting yep. you up right before the match, and I was like, "Dude, this is it! Like Fraser's coming out swinging." Uh, you know, it, it's just everybody was on, and so I, I I loved seeing that lineup. 
So if I gave you three options right now, talking about Frazier, who do you think got a yellow? Acosta, uh, Rubio, <laughs> or Frazier? <laughs> this is so I'm cheating at this one because when I was retweeting the show out, um, I, I'd say holding the high line, it, it put up their four ga- four word game reviews, uh, match reviews, and someone had put something about Fraser getting carded. So I need to know, I need to hear about this. So what's the recap on the Fraser card? So he did get a yellow. And like Sam said, I loved it. He was complaining the whole game. You could tell he was really into this. He really <laughs> wanted this game. And like he wasn't letting the refs off the hook at all. Uh, I think he showed a lot of fire, which is what this team needed a little bit. And the whole team responded really well to everything. Um, after that, this allowed uh, Sardis goal. Uh, you could hear on TV him screaming at the ref, how are you going to call off slides on a, <laughs> on a corner kick? Do you know soccer? Like, he just <laughs> kept screaming at them. And by the end of the match, the fourth line official just had too much. Told the, the central official, hey, man. The main official, hey, we got to calm this guy down. <laughs> Give him a card real quick or something because this dude has been yapping my ear off the whole time. But that's, I love maybe that's what, And maybe that's what the squad needs. I mean, you know, we've been talking for weeks about, you know, just, just playing like kind of real meh, you know, until the last, you know, 10 minutes of the match and then playing with some intensity. So good on Fraser, man. Like that, that's – that's what you do as, as a coach and what you do as a leader. If you think that's what's going to inject some life into, into the squad, then man, that's awesome. And yeah, I wasn't there, but I can already imagine in my head what the ref situation looks like. Uh, as a Rapids fan, I want to complain about the refs every match. Uh, even my daughter, who's seven years old, on in the Orlando game. <laughs> so she's wise beyond her years. She looks at me and she goes, I have a good idea. Uh, why don't we give a red card to the referee? And I just started laughing my head off. But, um, you know, it's I always feel like there's shenanigans with the with the refs, you know, at at rapids matches but i i watch other i watch other matches that don't involve the rapids and it, it, it's it's suspects in those matches too there's just some weirdness with mls refs and you know that's that's maybe yeah. a podcast for another time uh where i mean i can't imagine what the comments would be on that show but <laughs> i'll see some pod for sure i'll see some pod for sure yeah we'll, we'll do it up but um it's uh, it, it's weird. So I, I love the fact because what frustrates me the most is I always feel like no one is holding the referees accountable. So to hear that Fraser is is doing that and calling them out on it, even if it gets a card, I think that's awesome. So good for him. Yeah, and uh, to be raised point right here, I thought uh, I thought the refs were fair at the end. Um, to be fair, they weren't. They were calling it both ways. I thought they were consistently bad for both teams. But there was definitely moments where they uh, picked and choose what they wanted to do and who they wanted to call on. But for the most part, I think it did even out at the end of the game and both teams got what 
they kind of deserved the way they kind of played. Yeah. So I'll, I'll I'll be fair that way. I think the refs did the best they could. They were losing control of the game a little bit. There was some chippiness. At the end, you start seeing yellows fly both ways, just trying to control things a little bit. That was um, the same versus Orlando. Yeah, and yeah, no uh, no calls in the beginning, and then it got real chippy. Exactly, and you are too, man. Like, I, I can give roses to everybody on this team because that's how good this game was. This was a full team effort. Yarby was great, but I still think the only reason there's a clean sheet and there's a zero at the end is because Danny Wilson in that defense Danny Wilson. <laughs> did exactly what they had to do. Danny Wilson blocked two shots from uh, Carval that were, like, right in front of Yarby. Wilson was in a position. He slid. It was so easy to, to – um, to foul and give him a penalty, and he did it perfectly. He blocked the ball with his full body. The ball went rebounding out of bounds, and there was no more danger. Wilson cleared so many balls today. It was insane, man. Like, he was on his A game, and that's exactly what the Rapids need. He's, he's the captain of that, of that line. He's the head while Lawless is the heart of that line. And when he's playing like that, Lawless – gives you the passion and Estevez gives you the speed while Keegan, Keegan gives you the consistency and that line is going to gel perfectly. And Yarby is going to make that one or two saves that you need to keep you in the game. So I thought the defense played exactly like it should. He did bail out Keegan. Keegan had some a few mistakes here and there, but he rebounded really well as well. And I thought Keegan at the end of the game kind of made up for those and he was back to kind of being the consistent Keegan that we know and love. So looking, me telling you all this, telling you the Rapids played out of their minds. They're a, they played the best I've seen them play since that LAFC game. They were amazing. What's the one negative you think I'm going to come at at this? Oof. Man, I don't know. I've been reading the comments too, and I'm not hearing too many negatives. So... Oh, man. Zardis. That's all I got. Zardis played great. But he had two goals. I mean, one of them didn't count, but... I thought Zardis' finishing could have been better. He did have a a couple wide-open shots. Um, But I think the one negative of this whole game is that the Rapids are yet to win a game this year if there's not a clean sheet. Like... Are yet to win a game without a coach. Ah, I can't believe I didn't think about that. Yeah, That's and it was true. up in the comments when you were mentioning it. I thought uh, I really thought you were gonna uh, bring that up. No, and I knew that too. So, so how weird is that, man? Like, that's weird. Uh, like, we need to look up. Like, how has that been done? Like, what's what's the record on that? Like, that's that's a it's, weird. It's a weird stat. It's a really, it's a really weird thing going on. Uh, Joseph keeps mentioning that the uh, rabbits, the uh, Yarby needs to have a, a game out of his mind, a player, a man of the match, kind of uh, match every game for the rabbits to win. I thought, I thought they got a couple of goals. I thought they had uh, Yarby had a couple of saves, and that's what kind of like helped the rabbits keep going as well because they were before they scored the goal. But I also think that how he said. No, I wish that they were uh, without a clean sheet. I do. I, part of me does too. But I also think that Yarby's saves 
weren't great, but I thought the defense was better because there were also mental lapses in the defense. It wasn't a perfect game from them. And Yarby didn't, like, bail them out every time. But there was a couple of times where the defense bailed up, bailed out Yarby. And I thought that was really cool to see. It might have not been a goal conceded, but it was really nice to see the defense step up and help Yarby out and not just have Yarby be, like, saving things that no other goalie in the world could do. So it, I thought they would like a little give and take there. I do wish the Rapids would have maybe conceded a go and come back and win and complete the trifecta of <laughs> just, comeback. Just so we just so we know they can do it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like that's like I just want to make sure that like they haven't forgotten how to do that. But again, that's like the only negative I really have. And it's not even a negative on the game, it's more a negative on the season as a whole of what we're looking at. Uh, here uh, Joseph as well, Estevas could have been better on that crossing. Uh, that was like the only real big negative as well. Uh, a lot of his crosses were either really high or too forward. I thought he could have been a little bit more accurate, but the one thing that's very, um, that's very, how can I say this? That's positive about his crossing was that he was getting into the right positions and getting those crosses out. Just has to work on the accuracy, but he was getting to the right positions to get those crosses into the box and giving the uh, forward the chance to actually go out there and make and increase the lead. So you think that changes when Jack is is back on because Jack is is such a like field commander, you know, like he's super vocal and you know he's always calling out the shots, you know, from from the mm-hmm. midfield back there. Like, do you think that helps helps those situations out? Because we do see a lot of, I see a lot of bad passes, you know. That yeah, for sure. Just are like really like something I would do, you know, just kick it very slowly for 30 yards and hope that one of the five guys from the other team standing right there does, somehow magically don't get it. So, you know, how much of that is lack of leadership in the middle um, versus just, you know, or is it more of a – solo player kind of you know estevez sort of thing i think in the past games you could have kind of looked at jack i think this game it was more like estevez just wasn't having it with his touch today um i thought he just like he played well i thought he i thought he had a bad match against orlando as well yeah exactly for debate but yeah you you and i were talking about that too yeah and again estevez i thought wasn't bad I, i don't think he was like a negative he just could have been a lot more accurate with those crosses and Sure. And they had given a bit better chances, which has been an issue for a lot of the Rapids um, forward core and the wingers to, to begin with. But I lost my – I completely brain farted right now. I was Sorry. Ask you I, no, no. No, it had nothing to do with you. Like, a little, I was about to say it, and I just brain farted. Oh, kind of going back to the passes. The passing today, the long ball passing from the Rapids today was really impressive. They were uh, – Danny Wilson was getting a few – was getting passes out to Jonathan Lewis from from uh, from Yarby's box, like all the way from, like, the Rapids box, all the way – like, all the way across the field, and it was great. Rubio, same thing. The long passing in this game was really impressive to see from the Rapids. They were just kind of gelling. They were getting everything. Everything kind of broke right for the Rapids, but it wasn't a break right. It was more like they fought for their luck. It wasn't like they just got lucky today. No, they made their luck today, which is really nice to see. That's what what we've been asking for. 
So kind of looking at this game, who do you think out of the subs, it was Nicholson, Warner, Yappy, and Moore. We got to see Drew Moore today, which is awesome. Okay. Who do you think had the better? Oh, and Max, too. I'm sorry. It was off five. Who okay. do you think had the better uh, appearance out of all of them? I don't think it was Moore or Max. Okay. So that leaves me with Sam and Yappy. I'm going for you. I'm going Yappy. Just solely for you. It was between who and who? Yappy and Moore? I've narrowed it down to to Nicholson and Yappy. But for you... Playing it's the yappy. kids, bringing them in. I'm going. I'm going yappy, <laughs> dude. It's yappy. Give me the rapid dose, man. Give me those kids up in the in the first team. <laughs> I thought yappy was great. Uh, and yappy, he wasn't like productive. Like, like he wasn't like oh, but he was. He had the energy. He infused a little bit extra. I also think Max actually had a pretty good energy level and was like communicating as much as he could, as much as he could. You could see him like running towards the ball. And screaming at Warner, hey, go go cover this guy. He could see him telling um Clardis, move up, I got you. So I thought Max, Max's communication and Yappy's energy were great. But also Sam Nicholson had a great match as well. Awesome. He spent a little bit more time than I liked on the floor, but <laughs> I thought he did a really good job of com- completely killing killing of a uh, Gasper. Gasper, they had Sam, a sub him out. Sam Sam's had a great return for the Rapids so far. Like, Sam and fan. you know, and we said lad, like I was, I was a huge Sam fan the first time in his first stint with the Rapids. And I was sad to see him go. Um, and I, I was just like, man, I don't, I don't know if he's any good anymore, but uh, he, he's had a real good return. So I'm happy for him, happy for us. Um, you know, but I'm happy that his return has been, has been so good. It's always then, nice to see somebody come back and, you know, like Badgie, when Badgie came back, you know, he had a, he had a nice run that. too. It's just, it's so cool to see, you know, former Rapids come back and still be successful. Do you think there's anything, there's there anything to Lewis and, um, is there anything to Lewis and Barrios having better back-to-back matches because Nicholson came back? Do you think there's anything to that? I don't know. Um, I mean, that could be some pressure there. Um, but I, I don't know. I always kind of saw like Sam coming back as being a positive thing for both of them, not mm-hmm. because he's like holding them to the fire or anything, but it's just because there's options now on the outside that we can sub in and sub out. And, you know, I'm sure everybody wants to start, you know, every week, but, um, it's nice that when we do have to sub somebody in the caliber of people that we get to sub in is Nicholson, Barrios and Lewis, dude, that's awesome. Like, so I kind of saw it as like a really nice thing to be able to just have more power off the bench come in. Um, So I don't know, but you know, we, we talked weeks ago about, you know, I mean, going you and Mitch going back and forth on Lewis and, and <laughs> you know, me loving Barrios, but also loving Lewis and, you know, just talking about is it Zardis or are the passes not on his boot, you know, and uh, who is it? You know, is it the passes mm-hmm. or is it Zardis just being a touch off 
and not in the place he needs to be. And maybe it's just gelling, you know, maybe it's just getting, they're just getting it. And so, I, I mean, I have no idea, but I'm hoping it's just that they're finally starting to gel with Zardis. I mean, let's be honest, like Zardis hasn't been here very long, you know, yeah, for sure. it's, it's been like a month, like that's it. So that's, yeah. you know, um, it, I think this makes sense for them to start kind of figuring each other out and the speeds that Zardis is going to be there, when they can expect him to be there. You know, same with Rubio too, you know, whoever's up there. Um, maybe they're just starting to gel because he's been here for a month now um, and that stuff takes time. So um, I hope it's more of that because that that is long-term versus just, you know, Nicholson's return, putting some fire to their butts, you know? For sure. So that's I, thought Nicholson's I, were, yeah. I thought Nicholson's return was kind of your point, that he just kind of brought um, – gave Frazier another option to help the guys play at their best and not having to, like, con- conserve energy for the whole game. Mm-hmm. And Plus, they like, really the didn't have that been crazy. Yeah, the schedule's mm-hmm. been pretty nutty, you know, so – I think especially it's after great last year, not having the, especially last year, not having the U.S. Open Cup or nothing of that. Uh, yep. This year, they played on those. They played. They also had CCL, so those sort of things do affect the Rapids. Uh, they had played a lot of games early on, and they just weren't able to get it going. Um, quick question Good here question. from the Hollywood Boy. Yeah. In this window, where do you want to see someone brought in? I personally think a backup, uh, a backup left back is needed. What do you think? Uh, I agree 100%. I'm all in on backline. Let's bring somebody in. <laughs> so, you know, like I, I could not agree more. So I'm, I'm 100% sure. with you. I think uh, another addition, maybe a center back. Uh, I think left back, they're okay. I think left back, they have um, Markinich. Yeah, <laughs> blessings for sure. That's the that's the other place that I would look at. I look at the midfield. They need depth there. They need more players they can come off the bench. That's not Colin yep. Warner. Nothing against Warner. He's been really serviceable the last couple of games, but he's not a game changer. Mack right. isn't ready yet. Galvan is injured. So you need a player. You need you need to be able to bench Acosta and maybe Prize, and you can go like all of all offense with Priso playing the the six or the eight, and then you can have Blessings and Rubio up front. Maybe you can have Max. Just having another. Just having another midfielder would give it a little bit more dynamic feeling if needed. It's really nice. Um, and there you go. Place That's exactly what it, the plane, the, uh, what we were just talking about. I don't think left, I think, I really don't think left back's that necessary. I do think Markinich has earned the trust of Frazier. I would go more to like the center back and maybe bring in a wing and a midfielder. Those would be the, one of the three positions I would go with. But what I would be more concerned with is bringing a, a center back for sure. Yeah, kind of sure I'm all in on backline. Yeah, I'm all in on that. But I like, I like, I like what you're saying too about just and um, I think Howley Boy also had mentioned like just having some depth other than Warner in, in the midfield is mm-hmm. would be a nice gift. You know, if we can't get somebody that is really strong to like shore up that backline, then to get some depth in the midfield, maybe that helps out. You know, with keeping keeping the legs fresh to help out on D2. So yeah, for sure. That would be the only like different ways to solve yeah. that problem, you know? 
Yeah, and uh, maybe even like it could also be a promotion from Ra- uh, Rapids too. They're on a roll. Sure. They're going back to back. They're starting to gel as well. Um, it's the summer of the pits, baby. They're coming back. They're they're <laughs> only three points away now from seventh place. Who is which is currently held by the LA uh, LA Galaxy. So they really gained six points on them. It could have. Yeah. It feels like it was more of a gain of six points. But the Rapids are now only three points away from a playoff spot. Rapids two. No, no Rapids. <laughs> no, like the actual oh, Rapids. Rapids are all, well, the, well, we still have we still have what Timbers, Seattle, are still yeah. ahead of us. But they're which, like which we play we play Seattle next, right? Exactly. And Seattle um, in lost Seattle. today. Yes, and Seattle it lost. Is. So Rapids jumped from twelve to ten, uh, from twelve to eleven, and they're three points behind uh, the Galaxy now from the seventh spot. Okay. And right but we right also in- have two other teams. So I exactly. look at it as I never look at it as just the points because it's it's also the other teams have to lose. So I I it's not me trying to like poop on the on the Yasalina. <laughs> no, no, dude, for sure, for it, sure. It, for like, me, I, I'm always like I'm like, okay, so we get two wins where that's six points that puts us in great shape. If the other teams lose, well, three of those six points can come from Seattle and that's what we need. So huge opportunity in Seattle, you know, coming up um, to really somehow claw way back up into, you know, playoff contention. That's awesome. Yeah. So like, yeah, exactly. Like right here, there's two big games tomorrow, Portland and Vancouver, which are ahead of the Rapids. Portland's in ninth with 26 points, uh, and Vancouver's in 10th with 25. They play tomorrow against each other. Yeah, best we win either the Rapids, way. Yeah, best yeah, outcome we for the Rapids way. is a tie. You want each to come out with a point. You don't want either one to go ahead, yeah. ahead of you. So I, in my opinion, that's the best outcome. And then you get to play Seattle on the road. What's a more perfect way to get your first road win? Then at Lumen Field against the CCL champions. Gosh, and for you to you jump mean? all the way, I think you would jump all the way to ninth. And you'd only and you'd be I think you'd be tied for seventh, actually, if that happens in Galaxy Lose. There would have to be a little bit of like math going on, but you'd be right in that things hunt. Have you'd be right for that like, yeah, things, and, and things like, have well, to happen, but like it doesn't matter if those things happen or not if we don't win on the road. So exactly. You know that that's it, that's what it is. Like we have to win on the road, and hopefully some other things happen too. But we can't even get into like the numbers game of all of that if we don't start mm-hmm. winning on the road. So, and that's the uh, thing that I wanted to get into next. Well, continue. Finish your thought. My bad. No, get into it. Let's go. <laughs> we saw, we saw against uh, Raw Salt Lake in Rio Tinto. They were down 2-0. They came back and drew. We saw them against Orlando come back from a 1-0 deficit and draw. Now we see them beat LA convincingly 2-0. Is this a turning point for the Rapids? If if I see a win on the road, yes. But for me, those two comeback wins don't do anything for me because I don't want to see comeback wins because they've been playing so flat in the first half mm-hmm. uh, for so long. You know, like I, I, I feel like every win has to be a come from behind because we don't come out swinging, 
you know, today, like I said, sitting in the parking lot because we, <laughs> we couldn't get in, you know, like my daughter and I are both bummed as we're like getting ready to drive out of the parking lot and like hearing the crowd go crazy in the fireworks. I'm like, yes, we scored early. Like, this is it. Like, this is exactly what I, you know, what I've been hoping for. So, and not just early first, which is really yes. bad for them. Huge. So, um, I don't know if it's a turning point, but I can say, um, it's awesome that we scored early and scored first. Um, you know, it, it still took a clean sheet, but, but I'm, I'm going to put less emphasis on that because we had two goals. Exactly. I would feel more about that clean sheet if it was a one to nothing, but a two to nothing. I feel, I feel okay about that. Um, we went on the road in Seattle, um, which, which is a game we have to win um, sure. in a tough environment, even though that team's on a bit of a slide, you know, that's still a tough environment to play and we put it together and come out strong then yes, like I will be firmly in the camp that we're turning it around and we are going to be fighting for a playoff. Like if we get it or if we don't get it, at least we're fighting for it. See, and I think now that I think about it, it's kind of unfair for you to answer that question because you didn't get to see the game. And I know. No, no, no. But like, but like, you're completely right. Like you brought like something to my attention that if I hadn't seen this game, I would just be full optimism. I'd have the Yasolina a full a full tank. But you yeah. are right. They did come out very slumpy in the first half of the last two games. They mm -hmm. weren't like how they didn't come out with a fire underneath their butt. They did that today, and that's what makes me think there's a turning point that they didn't play 45 minutes. They played the yep. full 90 from start to finish. And but that, you that's are what's right. gonna win us the games. Like exactly we, we have not played 90 minutes, maybe it, not all season. I mean, I think you could look back at you could look back at the Atlanta win. They played the full ninety. You could look back at the LAFC win, and there was a full ninety. And those are two of the most convincing wins they've had all year. Yeah. And then you include this one. That's three. And there's no question they're a great team. So I think energy level is a huge part of this team at this point. Yeah. So I, I don't know what's changed because we've been talking for weeks now with you know this is it fraser is it the squad like why are they coming out so flat um and, you know the mental lapses on defense and and what is it you know and, and i don't have the answer for that by the way um could it be mac you know but but maybe something is happening um i mean i i i don't think you're wrong when you say that, but I'm not going to say it's all on him. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's all on him because what do I know? You know, it's like, I'm not exactly, in that locker yeah. room, but you only know what you hear. And, um, you know, for, for anybody who's played sports, whether it's, you know, soccer or, or whatever, you know what it's like to have someone or more than one person mm -hmm. on your team. That's just doesn't, that just kind of like wrecks part of the team because of the mentality. So I don't know, maybe there's some of that in play. Um, I know that I, I, I 
held nothing back when we did the the emergency show after that trade that I did not believe that Mac was on board with the Rapids since day one. So I was excited for the trade. I had heard thing, good things about Prezo. And so I was super pumped to see him make his debut today and I missed it. Um, but I'm hearing good things. And so like, I'm all in on, on the Prezo train. Like <laughs> it's, I'm all aboard. Honestly, I don't think there is, it's a coincidence that Mac gets uh traded on the eighth friday and then on the ninth they play Salt lake and they come back from 2-0 and then they have a short week they they seem tired they look tired to be honest that game on a short week and they come back from a 1-0 and now with a little bit of more rest and their whole squad a little bit more with preslow being here a little bit longer and everybody kind of gelling a little bit and they went convincingly 2-0 I don't think there's – And I think Toronto lost today. Yeah. They did, 1-0, actually. <laughs> they lost against Montreal. Was it Montreal who they lost against? Let me look. I honestly don't know. I just – I was I was listening and heard – you know, I was listening to the scores. Yeah, uh, the, the important part was that made me laugh was that uh, Toronto did not win. And, they uh, lost against Montreal. And Prizo was in, and, and we got a win. So, so – you look at Preso, like he's thinking, damn, this team is good. This team is just 1-2-0 against the Galaxy, which is seventh place in the West. What's been going on all year that has that's changed? And I really do think yeah. it's Mark Anthony K leaving. That's the one big correlation. By the way, we're get your Rapids gear. Oh, we look at that. On. We're, we're wearing matching shirts again. I think this is three shows in a row by accident. That Not somebody's man. matching. But you too yeah. can match Yaya and Dwayne <laughs> by and going Dwayne. over to dmvrlocker.com. <laughs> but it, by the way, they're really high quality. I love this shirt so much. Yeah, I wear I it all the time. I just they're never so, so soft and they fit well. I'm uh, so dumb because I never so plan my schedule to wear this shirt, so I never wear it on the stream. But I'm always wearing it around, and I'm like. Damn, I'm so stupid. I should wear this on the show more often. See, I plan I plan for, for game days. So I made sure last night to watch this because I was going to the game, but I didn't get to go. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, B-Ray, if you're having trouble, uh, message me through Twitter, the DNVR Rapids account or my account. Either one, I can send you the link and you can find it there, man. We will there, make yeah. sure get connected to it my friend yeah mitch is the one that he's merch he's merchal and yasalina for a reason and we got mitch is the, the yeah. king of merch so but yeah man I'm, I'm actually really excited i think this is a turning point for the rapids it has nothing to do with because they won but i think it's been building for them to like a mentality change the last couple of games and then it kind of it feels like it finally clicked today and it feels like they were they were finally able to jump get over the hurdle of them not feeling like things were right and they made things right for them it also helps that it was against the struggling galaxy team but how many times have you seen the rapids fight against a struggling team and them just lose yeah but they're not they're still ahead of us so exactly like like you know we, still beat, like, we beat a better team you know uh, on for paper sure. anyway you know like as far as as the tables go yeah, it's a four-hour drive for you. 
I haven't been to one this year because I just got done with my wedding and all the fun stuff. So I'm <laughs> barely going in the next couple of weeks. So, and I'm me. a I'm a season ticket holder, so I am super spoiled in Alagoy. Like, yeah, uh, you're in Wyoming, I think you said last show. Yeah, if I remember correctly, that's a that's a hike. If you do come down for a four hour drive, you let us know on Twitter or somewhere early, and we will make sure to meet up for high fives uh to make sure you know we get to see you if you come down and maybe even go to the dnvr bars if it's open by then oh man i can't wait till we reopen 2.0 is gonna be fun for sure Um, any any final thoughts Dwayne? i i'm excited man for for a guy who didn't get to make a game uh i don't think i've been this excited about a game all season and and i didn't even get to go but seeing everybody's comments and you know obviously you you know talking to you and and your thoughts on it um man i i hope this is this is the new rapids for the for the rest of the season and and i hope that we get that road win in seattle i mean if that happens uh I'm, i'm feeling i'm feeling hopeful for playoffs and you know four days ago i was you know i was fine not going to the playoffs and experimenting with what we have but hell man let's experiment and go to the playoffs like that's the best part about it they're doing both and they're getting results it's like if you would have listened to me three weeks ago we might not be in this position yeah let's go let's do both i'm all in on that awesome man um real quick i just want to let everybody know I'm really glad you guys are all always coming around to watch our shows. It means a lot to us. I know Mitch isn't here, but I know Mitch feels the exact same way. Dude busts his ass off as the merch manager and as the host of this pod. And we're just really thankful for you guys to, like, stick with us, watch games, and watch and follow us, even though this team isn't performing like they should right now. I remember about two years ago, maybe a year and a half, I was talking to somebody that works for a local radio station that was my teacher at my school. And I told him, I want to cover the Rapids. That's something I want to do. All he did was laugh at me and told me, good luck. There's n- <laughs> there's nobody that's going to co- watch what you do. And looking now and getting all those nice messages, seeing people staying up late with us to talk about the game, seeing, every- seeing this community grow with us, and seeing all the Rapids community embrace us, even though we're newcomers, means a lot to us. We really appreciate everything you guys do for this this pod. And I know I don't just speak for myself. I speak I speak for Mitch, and I'm pretty sure I speak for Dwayne when we're when we just say 100%. thank you for all the support. Thank you for everything you guys do. Uh, none, neither me nor Dwayne or Mitch get paid for doing these pods. We do them out of passion and love for the team and to give you guys a, as much coverage as we can absolutely and and we want to earn it you know like that's the thing is like we want to you know all of the comments that come in during the show and on twitter and everything like um you know we get those and and we want we want those to be legit and we want to you know earn your trust that we're gonna cover the rapids good or bad win or lose um and just make talking about i mean DNVR is a part of a larger group called All City, and All City is all about just making sports fun again. 
you know, and, and just making talking about sports fun again. Like it doesn't have to be dudes in uh, suits and ties only talking about stats and numbers. You know, it's it's uh, it, I think what makes it fun is that, you know, the folks, you know, me and, and Yair and, you know, and Mitch, like. We we talk about the games and, and all of our guests. You know, we have Wanners and, and Joseph and everybody who who comes in. Uh, we're fans too. Like you know, like we're not yeah. going to hide it and say like, you know, um, no, we are non biased sports reporters that just want to bring you the facts. Like, uh, go somewhere else for that. Like, we want to cheer on the team and, and be happy with you all and sad with you all and and do that because it's. It's about the community. So, you know, just like Yaya was saying, it's all about, you know, the community. And, and we just appreciate you all so much um, for staying up late with us and putting in the great comments and just making it more fun. You know, like we we just we love hanging out with you all after shows and, and, and midweek shows when there's not games, too. Um, it's just fun. So, and that doesn't happen. I mean, we, we can do this at, at you know, at work <laughs> or on the Literally. phone, you know? <laughs> like we can talk, but it's more fun when, when everybody's involved. So, um, you know, we're on the screen, but the podcast is really all of us together and just talking rapids. So we really do appreciate it. For sure. We're, we're really happy for everything that you guys bring to us, but you know, uh, what's above all? Something up that's pit. up. Up the pits, baby. Up the pits. See you guys later. <laughs>